Jewish audio on Chabad.org. We now begin the laws of Eruvin, which are actually an outgrowth of the laws of Shabbos, following the laws of Shabbos. The idea of Eruvin is there are basically two types of Eruvin. There are more than two types, but we're going to discuss in this book two types of Eruvin. The first type is, by Torah law, when there are two private domains, if I have a house and you have a house, I'm allowed to carry from my house to your house. If we share a courtyard, that's also a private domain, as long as it's fenced in. If we live in a condominium complex, it's all one big private domain, shared by many, no problem. However, there is a rabbinic decree that says, so what are people going to think when they see me carrying from my house to what looks like a public domain? They're going to think you can carry from a house to a public domain. Therefore, let's do something which will make an announcement that we've worked on this. And that is called an Eruv Chatzeres, a Eruv of courtyards. The word Eruv means le, le, to, to mix to bring together la'arev, so that we're now causing my private property and your private property to become one. That's a rube chatzeres. We're also going to be talking about shitufe muvois. A chatzer is a courtyard. Muvois is the whole condominium complex made up of many lanes and many streets. So that's called shituf to create a partnership. So now, through this symbolic process called Eruv, Eruv Chatzeros, I now may cover, may carry throughout this domain, which belongs to many. And there's a lot of details. There's another kind of Eruv we're going to talk about later, and that is Eruv Techumin. Earlier we talked about the 2,000 cubits that a person can walk on Shabbos outside the city limits and no further. There's a way of creating an Eruv Techumin at the end so one can start from there. But we'll talk about that. Aleph. A courtyard that has many neighbors. Each one lives in a separate house. These days we would call it an apartment house complex, the condominium complex. Din Teirahu, the halacha of Torah, the law of Torah would be that they would all be permitted to carry in this entire courtyard because it's one big private domain. And from the houses to the courtyard, and from the courtyard to the houses, because this whole courtyard is one domain. It's permissible to carry. The same law would apply with a street or a lane, which, as we learned earlier, when a lane has three walls, or in certain cases even two walls, you put a post or a beam, and there is a diagram of this post or beam, which makes a symbolic third or fourth wall. 
So now that you have it set up as a private domain, boundary-wise, now, by Torah law, everyone would be able to carry from the yards to that lane, from the lane to the yards, because with that post or beam, the whole thing becomes private property. The same could apply to a whole city, which has a wall around it, at least ten handbreadths high. If it has doors and it's locked at night, the whole city could be one private domain. This is Torah law. Abel bays too. But by rabbinic law, also the shechinim it's forbidden for neighbors. The tautel too carry in this private domain which has divisions of ownership of residence until everyone together joins in this Erev in this interaction on Friday this applies to a courtyard or a lane a street or the whole city which is encompassed boundary-wise. Now, who ordained this? This was ordained by King Solomon and his court. Commentaries explain, because until King Solomon, they didn't have the time or the focus for this, because they were busy waging wars. It's only in King Solomon's time that all the wars came to an end. King Solomon is called Shlomo HaMelech, because in his day was peace. So also, tent dwellers, hut dwellers, or a camp in encampment, which has a boundary around it, dealing with the, law, with the boundary issue, which we talked about earlier. We still cannot carry from tent to tent, until they do something which ties them all together. But, and, and what that something is, we're going to learn about Aval, however, what about a caravan who surrounded their encampment with a wall so that it's private property? They don't need it. Why? Because the existence of a caravan means they're united. A caravan is unity. They can carry from tent to tent because they're all interactive. And they don't have long-lasting dwellings. It's like one moving city, and they're all one. For what was the reason King Solomon and his court ordained this? In order that the people not err and say, Look, it's permissible to carry from the yards to the streets of this enclosed city, and its marketplaces, and to take things in from the marketplace, to the courtyards, just like that's permissible. So it should be permissible to carry from the field to the city, from the city to the field, which we learned earlier is a problem. The Yachshavu, and they'll think that the Streets and the plazas, being that everybody can go there. They're like fields and deserts. 
They'll redefine what is a private domain, only my own backyard. The Yedamu, and they'll erroneously think, that carrying is not a labor, which it is one of the 39 labors. And they will erroneously believe that it's permissible to bring in and out from private domain to public domain, because this condominium complex, apartment complex, seems to the eye to look like a public domain. Therefore, I need to do some kind of an act where everyone will see, aha, this is why we can carry. That was Shlomo HaMelech's and his court's thinking. And this is typical of a rabbinic decree. Hey, five, lefiko, therefore, tikin, he ordained. That every private domain, which is divided into sub-private domains, again like a condominium complex, like a hotel, and everybody has his own domain within the private domain, and there will remain an area which everyone has access to, like the courtyard, like the pool area, like the common area, like the courtyard for houses. Make believe this is public domain. And make believe that the private domain, meaning the houses or the apartments, they're private domain. The common area is public domain. Make believe. Imagine the Yaosir, therefore, by rabbinic decree, it should be forbidden to carry out from the domain which one has isolated for himself, his own apartment, his own house, to the common area. Just as we don't carry from private to public, make this common area like the public area. Without this Eruv, Everybody should use only their domain, until they all become connected as one through this process called Eruv, even though in truth you know and I know and we know that the whole complex is a private domain. But people will confuse, and therefore the rabbinic decree is, let's treat the common area like a public domain until you do this act called an Eruv. Okay, very nice. Vav six umahu What is this eruv? We keep saying eruv eruv. What is an eruv? Eruve chatseros, that eruv which ties together various private courtyards or various private houses in the common area. The eruv is where everybody becomes mixed together with one feast, one food. A shared repast, a shared food. It's set aside on Friday, meaning a statement is made. We all in this condominium complex, in this apartment complex, in this city, we all share this meal. So we have commonality between us. We are one. And we don't have separate domains. We've now caused an interface between domain and domain. Just as we are all equal pasqual in this 
designated area, which is this food. Kach, so also, Yad Kolon the hand of all is equal, Bechol Mokim, in every place, Sheikh Kolech Alatzme, of private property. So we've now taken a lot of different private domains and created one shared private domain. Through this deed, because as we'll learn, somebody has to go house to house and collect the food, and the children will see, and it becomes a whole tumult. Everybody knows that. You're upholding the law. They won't come to err and to imagine that it's permissible to carry from the private to the public domain. This Eruv, which members of a particular court establish with one another, who, Hanikra, the verbiage, the title of this Eruv is called Eruve Chatserus, the Eruv of the courtyards. There are many types of Eruv. This is our type, Eruve Chatserus, interweaving the courtyards with each other through this food. The courtyard is a small area where you have, let's say, five, six, seven houses sharing one courtyard. But then you have the whole big complex, which could be a hundred houses. The lane, the street. Or a whole city, which are enclosed. This is called shituf partnership, like shutaf. Shituf muvaot. This is a partnership of lanes, of streets. If you want to make this Eruv in the courtyard, which is the smaller form of Eruv, I'm sorry, we need to use a whole bread, even if it's a roll, but you need something whole, complete, it's respectable. Even a bread, which is a massive bread, the size of a sa'a, in the Kahat Chumash measurements, 2.18 gallons of dry measure. That's massive. Because it's cut, you can't use it. But if it's whole and it's tiny, like an Italian coin, which is very, very small, Weighing four barley corns, it's whole, you could use it. And just as you can use grain, bread, so also you can use bread made out of millet, bread made out of rice, I'm sorry, rice or lentils. Rice or lentils, but not with millet. The shituf, what is shituf? <coughs> uh, the bread, the whole bread you need for the courtyard. What's shituf? Which is a much greater crowd of people. Bein bepas could be bread, bein or there's a more liberal interpretation, could be any food. Bechol eichel mishtatven, you can become a partner with the rest of the large complex or city with anything. Chutzmen amayin, with the exception of water. Alone, or salt alone. But in fact, it is said that salt water could be used as a fish brine of sorts. Commentary say, if you add some oil, it certainly can. So also mushrooms and truffles, which is not really considered food. 
the commentaries say, unless it's cooked and tasty, a mishtat should not be used. Other than that, any food will do. Eight of mayim and melech kimurius and mishtat but the water and the salt can work, especially if you put a little oil in. Nine, what is the minimum amount that every person has to contribute? How much? The answer is the size of a gregris, a dried fig. Each person contributes a food, minimum size of a dried fig, not very big. That is if there are 18 participants or less. So we have 18 dried figs. But if there are more than 18, then we can do with two meals for everybody. Which means you don't need the dry fig from everybody because you have a big crowd. Which will make 18 dried figs. 18 Dried figs will be like six average eggs. Again, using the measure from the Kahat Chumash. A beitza is one, an egg is 1.94 ounces. So if you have six beitza, it's 11.64 ounces. And divided by 18 is 0.646 ounces. So if my mathematics is correct, which I did at 1 a.m. last night, a gregus would be 0.646 of an ounce. But then again, I was never very good at math. This size of six meals for everyone is enough, even if there are thousands of tens or tens of thousands in the city. This is enough for everybody. Any food that is eaten as is, can pass like bread, or many dog in our grains, or bust a raw meat. We learned earlier that some people eat raw meat. If they became partners with it in this Movi partnership, then how much do we need? Enough for two meals. The Choshul Lifton, anything that's a dip. People dip their bread in it. And back then, the main meal used to be around bread. And then you had stuff you dipped your bread in. That was before Dr. Atkins. Kigain yayin mevushel, like a cooked wine, or vosar or roasted meat, vechemetz, or vinegar, or murius, vezesim, and fish brine, olives, veimois, shopsolim, and onion heads, shiurei. Its size is, whatever it would take to use it for two meals, whatever that is. And now that Rambam gives different sizes for different stuff, Yudalif nishtat for biyayin chay if they're using fresh wine for the shituf shiure shteid avias lekulon. It has to be two revias for all of them. A revias is two point nine one ounces according to the kohat chumash. Bechem b'shecher beer shteid avias the same. Beitzim eggs shteim two. Mishtat from women they can participate. Apilayin chayis even if they're raw. But imenim. Pomegranates, shnayim two, estrig, echad, one estrig, chamisha, gazim, five nuts, chamisha, farskim, five peaches, litra, shel yerek, a liter of vegetable, ben chai, ben sholik, whether raw or cooked, 
If it was kamsi kamsa, cooked and not cooked, but it's not good to use. Because you can eat raw vegetables, you can eat cooked vegetables, but you can't eat half and half vegetables. Uchla tvolin and uchla of spices, and he says an uchla. Well, we just hold on a second. Kav tmorim a kav of dates. Okay, a kav is one point four five quarts. An uchla is a half of revius, one point four five five ounces. Kav Gregorace, a cob of dried figs, mona devela, a mona of crushed figs. Kav tapuchim, a cob of apples. Kshus kimlei hayad, a handful of kuskuta. Pailin lachin, fresh beans, kimlei hayad, a handful. Chaziz litra. Uh, a Roman pound of lichen, and beets are like a vegetable, and they may be used. Onion leaves may not be used. Unless they are grown, and the length of each leaf is at least that of a spread out hand. But less than that, it's not considered food. All the above are like side dishes, dips, Therefore, they give these sizes, and many foods can be combined to make this minimum amount. Litra, whenever we talk about the size of a litra, it is 5.82 ounces would be a litra. Uchla would be a quarter of a revius. Umona huamura bechalmoke mea dinar. Amona is a hundred dinar. Vadinar sheish mona dinar is six more. Vamo mishkal sheish esrei sedes is sixteen sedes. Vasela arba dinar vasela like a dollar is four quarters four dinar. Baravias machazekis min amayim and minayim mishkal shivas a dinar chatzit dinar bekorav baravias holds the weight of seventeen dinar and a half. Nimsa halitra mishko chamisha shleishim dinner. A litra is thirty-five dinner. But uchla mishko tisha dinner pachas revia, and an uchla is nine dinner minus one quarter. Yud gimel saw amura bechal mokim. Whenever we talk about a saw in Torah, sheishes kabin, it's six kabim. The kab arba lugin, and a kab is four lugin. And a log is four revius. So I think that a log would be 11.63 ounces. A kav would be 1.45 quart. These are the measurements that a person needs to know. 
Eichel shumuter b'achila, food that may be eaten, even though it's forbidden for this particular person, it could be used. Ketzat, for example, a nazir, someone who forbade himself to drink wine, could use wine, because it's good for other people. The Israel, an Israelite, who may not eat the Kohen's food of truma, can use truma, because he can invite a Kohen to eat it. Somebody who makes a vow, he's not going to participate in this, in this food. He's going to swear that he's not going to eat it. They can still use it. For Erev or Shituf, Shim Eneroi Lozef, it's not fit for this person. Hareiroi Lach, it's fit for another person. Avo Dabar Osir Lakel 15, but something that's across the board forbidden, Kigain Teva, like grain which has not had Truma taken from it, which is forbidden for everyone. I feel a Teva shall give it a safe from even Teva of Rabbinic description. Mechain Maiserishin, or the first tithe, Shalinitu Truma Segegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegegeg
The Eimer, and then he makes a declaration, and this is in the Siddur in one form or another. With this aid of it, which should be permissible for all the members of this courtyard, to bring out, to bring in, from house to house. It's okay for a minor to collect these foods, and the house in which the aid of is put, that house does not have to contribute, because the fact that it's in that house makes that house part of it. If they always put their ain Mishan and I said they shouldn't change it. If they dock show them in order to keep the peace. So that's Chatzeras, that's a courtyard. How do we do this bigger partnership in the mob? We gave uh, we take that dried olive size of food from every participant, or less. Then olive size him if there were many participants, as long as it reaches that minimum mentioned earlier. We place it all in one vessel, in one of the yards in this larger area, Ibabaisman, I bought them one of the houses. Even a smaller house or a porch. Here you take the more liberal approach. But he can't put it in the air. If he put it in the courtyard, it has to be up a handbreadth from the ground. It should be recognizable. And he makes a bracha, and he says, With this partnership, it should be permissible for all of the members of these lanes or the city to bring in and take out from their courtyards to the greater area on Shabbos. 18. If they divided it into two vessels, even though they're in one house, it's not a native. But if they filled the first vessel, and there was a little bit left, and they put it in a second vessel, that's fine. You test 19. Just because one does this partnership in the Mobwi with the dried fig amount, they still have to make this partnership in the courtyards. Why? Because not everybody knows about the Mobwi. That the children in the courtyard should not forget the whole rule of Eidab. Because the children in the courtyard have no idea what's going on in the greater area. The fecal, therefore, if they partnered in the greater area with bread, same can all of you can rely. Because bread kind of develops its own reputation. Children, no bread. If the members of a group were sitting and Shabbos began, then the bread that's on the table in which they are partnering in could be considered this aid of Worst comes to worst, they can rely on this for shituf, even though they're in the courtyard. 20. What if one member of the courtyard took a bread? said, This is for everybody in the courtyard. Or he takes enough food for two meals, as we said earlier, was the minimum. This is for the, all the members of the greater lane area. You don't necessarily have to collect from everybody. One person can do it, which is what many people do today. But you need two people to do it. So there will be an acquisition by one from the other on behalf of everybody. We can also cause one's 
older son or daughter to make this acquisition. By the Abdi or Jewish slave, by the Ishte or one's spouse, but not through children. Not through Canaanite slaves. Because there isn't an independent domain. He can use his Jewish maidservant, even though she's a child. Because when it's rabbinic, you can even have children do it. He doesn't have to make an announcement to the participants. Because this is a merit. It's meritorious for a person to do something not in his presence, so that actually you can do it in a large area on your own without everybody participating. You must do it while it's still daylight. You can also do it at twilight, at dusk. Even though dusk, we're not sure if it's day or night. The food for this Erev or Shittim must be available. It has to be edible during this period between sunset and stars out on Friday night. Therefore, if a heap of stuff fell on it, an avalanche, a yavan, or it was lost, and this ever got burned, I show you Truma, or it was Truma, and it became impure, during the day, it can't become an Erev if it's not accessible and edible during this period of twilight Friday night. But if something happened to it after dark, that's fine. If you're not sure, it's called an Erev. Whenever there's a doubt about Erev, you take the more lenient approach. 22. If somebody took the food of the Erev or the Shita, placed it in a tower and locked it, and the key was lost before dark, if it's impossible to get to that food unless he violated Shabbos by doing a labor during twilight, during dusk, it's as if it was lost. Because it's impossible to eat it. So the earlier law kicks in. If he took the gift that the Kohen gives, gets from the Levi Tithe, a truma gedela, or he takes the primary truma. and he makes a condition truma. It should not become truma until dark. Then one may not use it for an eruv. Shadayin because it is still unusable food because truma was not taken. And at that period of time, it has to be an edible meal. End of chapter one.